Greetings, everyone. This is Bart Berkey, CEO and founder of Most People Don't, a motivational storytelling company that encourages people to do what most people don't in order to get better results and provide differentiation. Welcome to the podcast, Most People Don't, But You Do. It's a collection of stories and conversations with some of my favorite people about the benefits received and the fulfillment enjoyed by doing what most people don't. Today, I have the pleasure of being able to speak to a very dear friend and a huge supporter in the industry for so many people, Kathy Roach. Uh, she is Director Meeting Planning Travel and Events with Western and Southern Financial Group out of Cincinnati, Ohio. And the interesting thing, as I just read her title, it's so much more about the title, Kathy. And, um, you know, I, I try to get to know people for who they are and not necessarily what their titles are. And I think this is the first time that I actually ever said out loud what your full title is, just because to me, you are Kathy, right? You are Kathy, my dear friend. So welcome to the podcast, Kathy. Hey, thank you, Bart. And yes, it is a, a quite an incredible title. <clears throat> Excuse me, but um, I owe a lot of what I do to my team who supports me because as in my title, I manage the group, but I do have people that specialize in events, uh, sporting events, uh, associate events. We do a lot of conferences. We do small meetings. We do executive events. So it's a culmination of a lot of different things, but I'm really proud and really excited to be to be managing this group of people. And that's something that I also noticed about you, Kathy, right from the, the get-go, that you are a, a very modest person when you receive compliments and I have get, tried to give you many compliments directly, you do exactly what you just did in describing your title. It was about your team. It was about the others. It's about the group. And I just think that that makes you a remarkable person and a remarkable leader. And the first question for you is how did you get that way? Why are you always giving credit to others? Well, thank you. And thank you for recognizing that. And um, uh, I'll tell you, I've been, it, it, people joke about it um, and things too. A lot of people don't when they first get to know me. Uh, I've been with Western and Southern for about 14 years. And my CEO of my company, uh, when he first met me after about, probably about four or five months said, this girl cannot be for real. She cannot be genuine. Uh, nobody is that nice. Nobody is that genuine. <laughs> nobody. So I, I've, it's always become a joke for me. But, you know, I really think, um, Bart, I think my father um, was a was in the military for 30 years. And I grew up um, a very proud daughter of a 30-year military Air Force uh, career person and stuff. And I watched my father. My father never met a stranger. Uh, he, everywhere we went, no matter where we were in the world, at airports, at hotels, uh, just along the way, my father, uh, whether it was the CEO of a company or the uh, mid manager or the janitor, he always treated everybody with respect, dignity, and always gave people credit. And I really think that I am, um, I am uh, uh, his daughter, but also I'm the oldest daughter. And I think I've just always learned to recognize others' efforts. And the reason I'm successful is because of a combination of a lot of people that have gotten me to where I'm at. No, and, and I love hearing that. And just as you you shared about, what's your your father's name? My father's name was Jim. Was he passed Jim. ten years ago. Got it. So as you referenced Jim and being able to talk to everybody, right? Talk to janitors, talk to CEOs, talk to 
you know, business people or uh, right workers, it doesn't matter. I think that that, that is, um, that's incredible. And I love to see that that influenced you. And, and it reminds me of a quick story. Um, I'll never forget, this was years ago, we were hosting a customer event when I was in the hospitality world. And I love and you know this, because I've sent you pictures of right mm -hmm. different events that you've been at. So um, this was I was new to a certain role. And we had a camera for the office. And I wanted to take pictures at this reception, I wanted to get to know people, but I wanted to take as many pictures as I could. And I'll never forget, there was one customer that um, not a good customer, let's put it that way, but would not give me the time of day. So I was trying to take pictures, I was trying to make small talk, and I was just being ignored. And that person was no longer a future customer just to share with you. But it's because Kathy, they thought that I was the photographer. Oh no! And they didn't pay any attention to me. And what's yeah. crazy is after everyone greeted, came in and did the reception, I put the camera down and I stood up on stage and I welcomed everybody. And then afterwards, that person certainly treated me differently. So that's yeah. what I, I love about you. And I call that story snubbed. Yeah. yeah, we need to make sure that we treat everyone with kindness. And that's certainly what, what you do. So I, we, we've talked a little bit about what makes you unique from that perspective. Always, you build a great team, you have great loyalty. What makes you happy? And it can be personally or professionally. What do you, what makes you happy? Well, that's a good question. Um, and that's a, an open-ended question too, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, I think what makes me happy, and Bart, we were just talking right before the podcast, and I mentioned that I have 21, I have 21 nieces and nephews. Uh, I, I, I'm not a mother myself, but I've got a lot of family. I think I was put on this earth to be an aunt um, and things too. I think my, my biggest happiness factor is, uh, first of all, I'm, I'm healthy. Um, I have a, a fabulous career. I've been in this career since I was 19. I grew up traveling around the world, um, you know, as a child um, in the military, but now with my career in the meetings and hospitality industry. I mean, what do I not have to be happy about? I, I, I've got, I have a wonderful family. Um, I, I've got some opportunities that, um, and as we were just talking before we came on air, mm -hmm. you know, and things too, so many things that we take for granted. Um, I, I would say I, I'm my happiest when I'm traveling. I love being on the road. I love being at airports. I love uh, taking care of our producers and taking care of our clients and our executives for that matter. I do a lot of personal things, a concierge type level for all of my executives, but um, I'm one of these people who just gets up in the morning. Um, and believe me, there are many nights when I go home frustrated or uh, upset about the day, but I just, I just, I think that I've just got a, a great positive um, outlook on life. And until that, for whatever reason changes um, and things too, I, I just try to make every day as, as, as blessed and, and fortunate as the next day. So I think just being healthy and uh, with a great group of friends and family really keeps and it certainly makes you very special and very unique. Your positive outlook with everything, I think, is incredible. Well, thank you. Kathy, what inspired you to do what you do to learn your craft? Uh, good question. Uh, so I actually, Bart, while I was still in college, mm -hmm. um, my father was in the Air Force, and we moved at the very, I, I had moved, as many people uh, may relate to this, but we moved around quite a bit. So I had to move at the end of my junior year of high school. Uh, I was, believe it or not, very shy uh, in high school. 
uh, not as outgoing and, and uh, uh, personable as I am now. And I think a lot of that is because we, we shifted so much. Mm -hmm. uh, I had a very dear friend when I was in college who worked for a company up in Dayton, Ohio, where I started my career, um, who, who got me into a job working. And my very first job out of college was uh, working for uh, the vice president of uh, operations Europe, Africa, for what used to be called the EF McDonald Travel Company. Mm -hmm. Anything about anything. I, I you know, I kind of stepped into this job and, um, you know, I, I was very focused and very determined uh, on being a really good professional. Uh, my college degree was in uh, basically business management mm -hmm. to, to impress and I wanted to make sure that I did a good job. Uh, but I was fortunate, Bart, um, that I kind of stumbled into this career. Uh, my boss, uh, she was German, and she and her husband um, ran the division that I worked for. My very first um, trip out of the gate at 19 years old, I was on a plane, a chartered airplane, uh, with about 250 uh, Chevrolet sales managers. Uh, to each, I went to Cairo, Egypt um, for a week uh, as part of this program. And I'll tell you, from the moment I got on the plane to the moment I got off, I was hooked. Um, so I didn't know anything about this business, but I realized very quickly, uh, and I think that's where my genuine uh, love of people and travel started, but I just loved everything about it. I was completely out of my element. I was completely, back in the day, we wore uniforms and, mm -hmm. and very, very buttoned up and professional. But, um, you know, and through the years, I gained a lot of, uh, a lot of respect for um, people in hotels and DMCs and bus drivers and uh, maids and banquet captains who, who helped me in my job to get to where I am today. But, uh, but it stemmed back from them. I kind of just stumbled into it, did not have any uh, goals or anything in mind uh, when, I, when I happened chanced into this. Yeah. And what's, what's great about what you just said, Kathy, is that first of all, you stumbled into it and then you got the exposure and the experience and you loved it and it, it hooked you. Mm -hmm. And when I had asked you about what makes you happy, traveling and meeting other people and doing things for other people. And that's really, really incredible. So to this day, you still enjoy traveling and we all know that we miss it and we'll, we'll get to the pandemic question here in a second. But I, I love your perception about what you still enjoy with traveling because too often we we talk to individuals that might be road warriors and um, mm -hmm. based on your mileage i'm sure you could be considered a road warrior and they don't necessarily still look at things they look at it as a grind and, and I'll, I'll never forget i went to new york i rode up on the train from dc and um i i met at the train station some several other vice presidents mm -hmm. and this is with ritz carlton at the time and mm -hmm. I must have acted like I was a little kid because I was like, oh, my gosh, this is New York City. Oh, my gosh, that's Grand Central Station. And just right trying to soak it all in when they were so used to doing it that perhaps the train ride, they were just working and not necessarily even looking out the window. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Is there anything in particular? Smart, I still, yeah. um, you know, and I do, and I know we'll talk about the pandemic, but I really do miss traveling. Um, you know, I'm making the best of it through this pandemic uh, and to making some travel plans in the summer and hopefully in the fall, uh, awaiting if we're going to be doing conferences or not. But I think in the meantime, you just find other things. Um, but yeah, it's, it's just been, it's been a really good ride for me. And I, I don't have anything to complain about. I'm still, 
if I had the opportunity to go back to several places that I've been to, um, I think I'd still be like a kid in a candy store, like you said, just very, uh, I don't take any of it for granted. No, incredible. And for our listeners, I think that's a great takeaway. Try to have that intrigue and that curiosity when you travel because you can learn so much more. Mm-hmm. Moving on to the pandemic, two questions that I have for you. What is your biggest surprise coming out of this situation? We know, and we talked about it before we hit record, that a lot of people, including ourselves, are getting the vaccinations. So what is your biggest surprise coming out of the pandemic? And the second part of that is, what are you most proud of? Uh, well, and I'm, I'm going to say that um, both of my answers are going to probably relate around my company. I work for a privately held uh, insurance company, financial insurance company here based in Cincinnati. We're about 2,000 people strong. Uh, not one layoff, not one furlough, not one. Not one. Um, I work for a CEO who is who cares about us, um, who treats us as people and human beings first. Uh, and business, business is, uh, of course, top, top of mind uh, and things too. But I think I'm most, um, I have a couple people on my team who really, Bart, have been working at maybe 35 to 40% capacity um, because a lot of our events, a lot of our travel uh, and things too have been basically, um, pla- you know, they just, we just haven't had anything. So, so we, I've been very surprised and very, uh, delighted that all of us, uh, including my team, because we are, I don't, I don't consider us essential uh, during a pandemic, um, although my CEO does, which I'm very proud of, but uh, and things as well, too. So very, very um, pleased about that, that we've all maintained our jobs. The only thing that was taken away was just a slight decrease in our 401k uh, contributions um, and merit increases. We're, we're a little bit less than normal, but we got a merit increase. I mean, come on. Uh, and things as well, too. And I think what I'm most happy about um, and things, too, I think the first question, Bart, you said was what what surprised me. So I think surprised me the most. And I think what I'm most pleased about is that um, that personally, myself and my family, um, not one of us, I I did have a few family members that dealt with COVID, Mm -hmm. but lose any family members. Um, I didn't have anybody that was deathly sick or ill. Uh, and I would include all of my friends around the world as well, too. Didn't lose anybody um, and things as well, too. So the fact that we've all come out, um, I just had my second vaccine yesterday. So I'm excited uh, that after two more weeks, I will be vaccinated uh, and things, too. So I think it's just it's just a miracle that I personally, with all the connections and all the people in my life, um, that everybody has come out on uh, better on the other side. Those answers, again, shows your unselfishness, the focus on others. So it could have been something that you were proud of that you accomplished, but no, Kathy Roach, it was about your company. It all circles back, I know. It's about, I know, but, but I do, and, and, and I really do include myself in that as well, too. I mean, I, I'm a type one diabetic. I've been diabetic for 32 years. So uh, if I would have if I would have contracted COVID, it would not been good for me. So I stayed in very close touch with my medical staff and my team and things as well too. So so I would say on a personal level, I'm very proud of myself. Uh, my sugars have been in check. That my diabetes has been um, uh, basically pretty flawless and seamless uh, and things as well too. So that that's something that I'm most most proud of. Okay. As well. Well, good. I'm glad that you included yourself in something. <laughs> exactly, but exactly. Hats off, hats off to Western and Southern 
for uh, for taking such great care of their people. In, in fact, I just read about a story the other day, uh, and I think it's okay to share that Airbnb, sadly, when the pandemic hit, they had to lay off individuals. But right. what they did is they made sure that they were covered for at least a year for benefits. So they didn't say, guess what, you have to you know, find your own benefits and your own health insurance. They cover them for a year. And then this is such a simple thing. And I love what you just said about Western and Southern, about taking care of their employees and about their associates. Airbnb said, we realize that you are in the tech world with us. You're going to need your laptop to be able to research to get another job. Keep your laptop. You don't need to That's turn great. it in. Keep your laptop. And then they also were providing coaching. So I just think, you know, things like that, when I hear about Western and Southern, yes, of course, concerned about the profitability, but really concerned about the people that just, I mean, that, that warms your heart. You and also Bart, very honestly, in addition, yeah, and in addition, um, in addition to not furloughing or laying off, um, we didn't have a record year, but we still had a great year. And I, I'm looking at some of the qualifications, some of the producers, some of the, um, the, the captured agents that work for us. And a lot of people that I've known since I've been here in 14 years are still at the top of their game, wow. uh, even through a pandemic. Now, of course, what we do is we take care of people. Um, you know, we, we have uh, annuities and uh, life insurance policies. Uh, you know, we work with 401k. We have two investment firms that we manage. So we've done, we've had a pretty darn good year uh, through a pandemic and we're coming out and I'm sure we'll, we'll have another record year uh, after this is all over. But, um, you know, it's, it's amazing. It's no. Uh, congratulations. Well, Kathy, thank you. you had referenced a little bit about, you know, your health concerns and being able to maintain your blood sugar and, you know, knock on wood that your friends and family have all been healthy. Going back to you, what I what I admire about you and what I have noticed about you is that you one, your positivity, and then two, your energy levels. I don't know how you're able to do it. But do you have any suggestions um, on, on how others could find the same type of energy that you? Um, you know, people ask me that all the time and things as well, too. And I certainly do because not just because of my diabetes, but as I get older, um, you know, I, I go out if I if I if I get I do get frustrated and I do get I, there are days when I just think, what am I doing and why am I here? And things too. But you know what I do, Bart? I go out. A lot of people have their Pelotons. A lot of people have their, uh, you know, things at home. I go out and walk. I like to walk. I'm a an avid walker. I'm very, I told you, um, I, I'm in a room right now overlooking the, the Cincinnati Reds ballpark. I work in a beautiful city. I work downtown. Um, on the weekends, I try to get out and, and walk. And, and uh, I, I just love being outside, especially right now in the springtime when the weather's nice. Um, but I think it, it all stems to just, you know, getting that exercise um, if I'm, if I had a bad phone call or I'm having a, uh, a bad meeting, I do, I get up and I walk around, whether I walk around the office or, uh, and things as well too, but just to keep going and just to keep, you know, keep moving. I guess, yeah, I guess the movement lends to being able to move more. Yeah. Right? Okay. And it also, it benefits my blood sugar, you know, the more you move and the more you've got, uh, cardio and, and energy and things as well too. But I, I think it is, I think it's a culmination, but I think some people are just, you know, I'm probably one of those crazy people just out of the gate. I mean, I, I really do. When I look back at my uh, youth and my teenage years, I was nothing like I am now. I, I think this business that I'm in, I, think I, you know, I was kind of not forced, but I think I was probably, um, you know, kind of more put into a, a, a role where, um, you know, you've got to be front and center. You've always got to be smiling and, 
you know, Zoom is, is certainly, it, it caused us to take a closer look at ourselves. But you know, the biggest compliment that I get from my executives and um, from my producers that I work with is, boy, you sure love what you do. You sure love what you do, don't you? And to me, that's a bigger, rather than somebody say, you're doing a hell of a job or you're this and that, but when somebody says, boy, you sure love what you do, to me, that's the biggest compliment um, that, that, that I've ever received. No, and that's uh, that I'm still receiving that at this point in my career. No, you're absolutely right. And, um, you know, and I, uh, when I coach individuals and when I share different ideas and different presentations, I talk about passion and interest, energy and discipline. And what you just shared, you're passionate about what you do, you're interested in what you do, you have the energy. And then when you have the discipline as well, you combine that that's going to lead to a lot of success, which then leads to the question about discipline. And I know you have many tasks, you have a, a very, a great team, but what do you do to manage your priorities personally and professionally? How do you manage your priorities? Both personally and professionally? Yeah. Yeah, I, I think it's a combination of um, you know, I'm, I'm a pretty organized, I'm, I'm pretty structured um, when it comes to um, the work week. So, uh, you know, uh, on, you know, Sunday night, we all think, oh, gosh, I got to get ready. And what's what's going to come up this week and things as well, too. I, I've got a group of people that, um, uh, you know, things do I have one on ones uh, with my my group individually and periodically we will do team meetings. But I think for me personally um, and things, too, I try to look at every day. Um, you know, I, I don't take anything um, lightly. So what I try to do is prioritize, um, and I think more in a business way, um, I prioritize, you know, who's making requests, uh, what types of things are on my plate. Um, you know, we're living in a Zoom world right now. So I know that there are certain things that I need to be part of. Uh, other things I, I can say, you know what, I'm not interested in that today. I've, I've turned a lot of things down over the last couple of months that I just know that just are not going to benefit me or they're not going to benefit me personally or professionally. And I'm not a no person. I'm a yes person. Uh, and I, I'm, I'm learning to get better about turning people down or just saying, I, I don't have the energy today, or I just don't, I don't think it's going to benefit me. So I think what I try to do is take a look at um, everything and, and priority to me is, is something that needs to be done um, either by the end of the day or by noon or in the next couple of hours um, and things too. And I think both personally and professionally, um, you know, and things too, I, I just try to take it, you know, I, I don't take things as seriously as I used to. Um, I, I just know that I, there are things that I need to get done either in an eight or 10 hour day um, and just kind of, that's probably not a good answer, but I, I just try to take things as they come. Yeah, and just, no, and I, th and I think that's yeah. what, what has led to the, your balance and your, um, in a very kind way, longevity. Yeah, doing yeah. You're doing for the same company. Absolutely. And are you using any type of, um, with regard to tasks, and I'm just curious, do you write things down like a to-do list? Do you put them, do you send yourself an email? Do you use any types of apps that remind you? Like, what is your system if there is a system? Uh, very honestly, <laughs> you're going to laugh, but I, I'll think of something. If I'm at home at night and I think something that I need to get done tomorrow, I text myself. So I'll, I'll text myself at work or yeah. text myself a message or leave myself a message. Because uh, believe me, I, I don't remember as much as I used to, <laughs> kiddingly, 
but uh, and things as well too. But usually I'll just send myself a text. I don't really have any apps that I use, but um, and I, I usually am pretty good about um, if I've got something I've got to do. People, you know, the other thing, Bart, that I prioritize, and you know this from just this past week, mm-hmm. very good about birthdays, ah. and I'm good about anniversaries. And you know, you you are so good about recognizing all of us. And you know, I put I put you in the same category as me when it comes to kindness and remembering people. I never miss a birthday. I never miss an anniversary. I never miss. I, I think that's an important priority as well too to make other people uh, things too because it makes me feel good to know that I've done something for somebody else. But um, it, but I really don't use any technique. I think it's just I think social media has helped me because uh, you know, things pop up on your Facebook every day or things popped up on LinkedIn. So I kind of use those as tools as well too. Instagram. I, I love Instagram. I become a big follower of Instagram and a big, we talked about TikTok and I need to get involved a little bit in that as well. All of my young nieces are all over TikTok and they've included me in a lot of TikTok videos. So that's something else I probably need to get on board with. Yeah, there's just, there's certainly a lot of, lot of content out there and a lot of fun ways to learn new things. And as we talked prior to the record button, button, I've learned things every single day from different aspects. But also, I do want to share with you, and we talked about the prioritization, recognizing others, your post, recognizing my birthday on LinkedIn, and it being viewed by thousands of people, just, uh, it gave me goosebumps, first of all, that anyone would do that for me, because you're right, I do try to do, recognize and share content and share ideas. Yeah, yeah. That it's all going to come back, and it is all coming back, but that just that really meant the world to me. So thank you. And do you know, Bart, I, I was surprised because I love to go back in and look at comments after you post and things too. And people were thanking me for remembering, yeah. oh my gosh, is it Bart's birthday? Thank you, Kathy. And things too. But that, you know, it's funny. I, I know that LinkedIn is not to be used as Facebook or Instagram. However, there is a, a human side to being in a business world. And, um, you know, you post a lot of things about, you know, I love your story and you and I've talked about this. I love your story about, and I think about this every time I go to the grocery store about why can't people take an extra three minutes and put that damn shopping cart in the shopping. It's there. You see people are, are, you know, are are pushing the shopping carts into other people's cars and things. So I laugh every time I go to the grocery store. (laughs) Most people don't take time to do that Um, and things as well too. But, but, but it was nice. And it meant a lot to me that it meant a lot to you uh, that it's, it's a big day. It's your special Uh, day. So it should be recognized. Well, well, thank you. And along the lines of prioritization and getting things done, um, you know, the whole philosophy out, most people don't, and the message here today, most people don't, but you do, you certainly continue to go above and beyond from so many different aspects. And the theory that I have come up with recently about doing is that most people don't do what they know they should do. The example that you just brought up about your you're, you're done grocery shopping, are you going to put the cart up on the two wheels on the curb so it doesn't go anywhere? Or are you going to actually take the additional five steps to push it back into the little corral. Right. If I do ask you a question like this, are there any things that you know personally or professionally that come to mind that you should do that perhaps haven't had the time or the energy or the prioritization to yet get done? And it's not saying that you're not going to get it done tomorrow, but just the question of, are there any should do's? If I ask you this question, what initially comes to mind? Like I should do this 
that I've not done yet. And it's not a to-do list because a to-do list perhaps is de determined from other people. It's a should-do list. What comes to mind? Um, you know what comes to mind for me? And um, you're probably going to say, oh, God, here she goes again. Uh, more volunteer work. I, I, I've been a volunteer my whole life. I've done a lot of work for a lot of organizations. I volunteered for FICP. I volunteered at hospitals. I've done a lot of work like that. And I, I've kind of uh, I've kind of gotten away from that over the past probably three to five years. Mm -hmm. so my goals, a very big personal goal for me is to get back into that and uh, uh, get back in. I think giving back to others um, outside of work and outside of um, uh, things of that, that to me is, is a big personal um, quest for me. Uh, I think another personal uh, quest for me is, is um, I'd like to start doing some more master classes and things that, that educate, because I don't think you're ever too old to, to learn anything. So there are some master classes that I've been looking at um, that I would love to get on board and take. I'm a big movie buff. I love to go to the movies. I, I've been missing going to movie theaters mm -hmm. here, but I've been, you know, picking up on Netflix and other things as well, too. And I have a brother and we joke all the time that I'd love to be a film critic. <laughs> so wow. there are things that I that I would love to do, even at this point in my, you know, in my early 60s, that I still would like to learn uh, and things too. And that so so I think for a personal conquest that those are some things that I'm going to look into doing and, and really um, improving my self value and things as well. I, I, I love it. And I, I don't know if I've told you recently, but my son um, is almost done with his film degree. His, I think you did tell me that. Yeah. So um, he has a TikTok account that I'll have to send you the link to because he is really focusing a lot on movie information. Yeah. Whether it's clips of movies or themes related. Anyway, I will, I'll definitely send it to you. And yeah, I my brother Dan is a professor of a professor of English up at Lemoyne College up in Syracuse, but he's also been the chair of the film uh, department, and he's always had a desire to write a script. Um, things too. So he and I talk a lot about about that, and he knows how much I love movies. So we're always giving each other um, movie, um, uh, you know, talking about suggestions and recommendations. Yeah. yeah, it's something. I just saw the movie Nomadland, yeah. and I love Frances McDermott and and everything that she does. I just always I love movies because it takes you away from your life for a couple hours. Yes. Back. So kudos to your son. I'm sure he's going to do really well. That's so yeah. exciting to me. No, thanks. And, and Kathy, what you had shared about the should do's. And so we'll just use the example of volunteer, whether it's yeah. industry volunteers, but you know, volunteering, but giving back to others. And what I, I believe with regard to should do's, so there's certain things that we want to do. Like we want to travel more, we want to learn a second language. Um, and then when we think about the should do's, it's really up to us to decide what what we should do, what we believe, not what someone else is telling us, because there's needs, the things that we need to do. We need to obey the law. We need to pay taxes, right? We need to show up for our meetings mm -hmm. when we're working yeah. for a company. But the should do's, my point is that it is self-driven. And when we think about the benefits of volunteering, and you just very clearly stated them, that it's going to make you feel good, but it's also going to make the other, the recipients feel good, right? The volunteer aspect. Right. And the should do aspect about what are the benefits if you, what are the consequences rather, if you did not volunteer? You know, no one is really going to be hurt, right? There's no real negative consequences. And I believe that they should do, it's the sweet spot of differentiation. The people that can get the should do's done because most people don't, it's gonna make a difference in their own lives. It's gonna make a difference in others. Does that resonate with you also? Oh, absolutely, 
Um, and it makes and it, and as you as you talk about it, the clarity of it and things too. Yeah, it it makes perfect sense. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, Kathy, I know that you are a very busy, busy lady. I cannot thank you enough. I do want to ask um, for our listeners, and every single day we are getting more and more listeners. Um, yes, so kudos I, to you for no, that. Yeah. Thank you, thank you. So, so it, we're we're trying to spread the message of positivity and about the benefits of doing what most people don't. And in my mind, you are an individual that is always going above and beyond. You are doing things for others. You are celebrating others. You continue to be curious, learn to improve yourself, but then to improve the team that you lead. And you are just an exceptional friend. And I am so grateful to be able to have a chance finally to know you, but also to talk with you. And if our listeners would like to um, connect with you. What is the best way if people would like to be able to connect with you? Sure. Well, as you know, Bart, I am all over LinkedIn. I'm on LinkedIn at least a couple of times a day uh, and things too, but um, I'm happy to share either my uh, my email address. Um, if, if you want me to give yeah, that, please. Yeah. me to do that right now. Yeah, that'd be great. And then I'll also put it in the show notes. Sure. Uh, let me get my email address is Kathy, K-A-T-H-Y dot Roach, R-O-C-H-E, at wsisinsamlife.com. And that is my business um, address, but uh, that's one that I, I frequently use uh, and things as well too. But probably just an email and I'm always happy to, to reach back out if people wanna give me their contact info. Um, whether people are in this industry or not, I think it's important to share our happiness and our kindness and our genuine, genuine kindness and uh, you know, and things too, no matter what you do, no matter where you are in life. Um, and if you're having a bad day and just having a things as well too, I'm always happy to talk and, and reach out to people. Well, you, you are an amazing individual. Again, very proud to call you a friend, Kathy Roach. You can also find her on LinkedIn, Director of Meeting Planning, Travel and Events, Western and Southern Financial Group. Truly a pleasure. And please, Kathy, keep on spreading positivity. Keep doing what most people don't. You are exceptional. And thank you. And I consider you that as well and a dear friend. And thank you for the opportunity. Uh, thank you, Kathy.